0: So back when we were recording um, these episodes, <coughs> or when I was conceiving what these episodes would be, uh, one of the episodes that I felt like we were kind of obligated to cover, especially in light of clone conspiracy, was Spider Island Hashtag. But here's a problem. I couldn't get anybody to do it with me. <coughs> so Spider Island Hashtag is episode 69. Now in the episode, I mistakenly call it episode 68. But uh, it's actually episode 69. So uh, sit back and enjoy this episode of Clones, Saga Chronicles, the podcast, powered by Spidey-Dude.com, and the Spidey Dude Radio Network,
1: episode 69, Spider Island. Whoa, I don't think I even want to hear your story. All of you must hear the Scarlet Spider story. My name is Ben Riley. I'm related to this reality's Peter Parker. How? I'm his clone. Or maybe he's my clone. We're not sure. I'm the real Spider-Man. I don't know what kind of mind game this is, but I'm the real Spider-Man. The real Peter Parker. You see? <laughs> <laughs> Clones. I thought I was that clone. I tried to stay out of Peter's life by taking on a new identity. I dyed my hair. I changed my name to Ben Riley. When I became a costume hero of the Scarlet Spider, it really made him angry. But the next big blow came from Dr. Kurt Connors. He discovered that, according to our genetic structures, it might be Peter who was the clone, not me. That news pushed Peter Parker over the edge. Hell, he hated me with a passion. This is starting to sound like a bad comic book plot. It gets worse. Why Did you just tell me I was a clone? The cloning process has proven unstable. You're
0: kind of Welcome back, Cloneheads. I'm Zach Joyner, your friendly neighbor and webmaster and host of the Clone Saga Chronicles podcast, powered by Spidey-Dude.com and the Spidey-Dude Radio Network. Uh, this episode, it's a solo effort. Again, yep, that's right. Episode 68 is going to be Spider Island, hashtag. Um, so we're going to be covering the uh, six-part plus the prologue, plus the prelude, plus the Venom issues, plus the backups, plus the rather infamous one-shot of this infamous Dan Slott story. Uh, we're going to start with the uh, its a one-shot called Infested. There were some backups that were done uh, building up. It was a uh, five-part uh, backups, um, and so I'm going to read the... Uh, creative teams on these short little backups and then there's a, something called co- and I'll I'll tell you what the title is and everything like that um first stage 1 is called Bug Time Dan Slot Barry Kitson uh was the writer and artist colorist was Egar edgar Delgado a uh, letterer was VC's Joe Car- Carmega uh great uh, stage 2 was called Great Power Dan Slot Lee uh, Gar- Garb Scott Hanna was the anchor. Colorist was also Mr. Edgar. Uh, stage three was Great Responsibility. Writers Dan Slot. Emma Rios was the artist. Javier Rodriguez was the colorist. Uh, stage four, out of nowhere. Dan slot, Emma Rios. Javier Rodriguez. Um, and then stage five, wall to wall, Dan Slot, Facts or Max Facts. De- uh, stage five, wall to wall. Dan slot was the writer. Max Fukumara was the artist. Letterer was also Caramanga. Uh, and then finally, uh, I'll Never Let You Go. Artist Giuseppe Camencole, Dan Slots the writer, and Montre Garcia was the colorist. Uh, the uh, cover uh, cover artist of The One Shot was Umberto Ramos and Edgar Delgado. Assistant editor was Eddie or Ellie Pyle. Senior editor was Mr. Stephen Wacker, of course, uh, a guy that uh, we... Uh, uh, we were at the crawl space and even somewhat spidey-dude.com had many battles with over the years and um yeah so i'm going to go through i'm going to just give an overall grade for this one shot i'm going to explain what's going on and uh, just kind of give you a rundown so uh, i'm not going to break it down via the stages There's just going to be you know we're just gonna go from here. We're just gonna we're just gonna hammer through, and we're gonna get going. All right. So infested stage one. Uh, basically, uh, the jackal is narrating this and and uh, talking about bed bugs and how he's using bed bugs to to spread his uh, contamination. And uh, you know, it's uh, he's like uh, he kind of even crouched down, which is like like a, supposedly like a gargoyle, but allegedly this was a foreshadowing of Ben. Riley as the jackal. Yeah. Anyway, so, uh, he's like, have a bite on me, you know, sleep tight. And my name's miles Warner. All of you are my science experiment. And he looks just like in with the uh, Barry Kitson art. He looks just like the nineties jackal. <clears throat> we then cut to, uh, a, <laughs> a captain America, first Avenger and Thor mighty Aven- the mighty Avenger, uh, little, uh, <laughs> ad. We then get to infested, uh, part two with great power. Um, and so there's a, there's a guy that keeps getting, his name is, uh, Ogden, looks at, suspiciously like Dan Slot except he's redheaded. Uh, and he basically, he gets bit by the bed bug and guess what? He decides that he's going to bring a gun to school. That's right. Yeah. He's going to bring a gun to school. And then there's a guy in a hoodie, a blue hoodie that, uh, um, gets, you know, spider sense and enhanced speed and he literally in spider strength and literally puts the kid's head through the locker. Yeah. Cause that's uh, that's some good stuff. Uh, we then get an advertisement for Spider Island. It's contagious. Spider Island hashtag. Amazing Spider-Man. dance slot Humberto Ramos. Uh, Six seventy with J. Jonah Jameson swinging on a web line. More on that later. We then get to Infested Part Three, where um, you got a father that's uh, is is taking care of his kids, and and there's a giant fire, and and Spider-Man saves saves the uh, family from this fire. And, um, this one was really kind of weird. I'll be honest with you. You know, there's nothing they could have done. Apparently he still had the, the spider powers. Then we hit cut to hell's kitchen with cloak and dagger and they're fighting. And then this, and then the seventies jackal shows up because there's no artistic consistency, uh, and in stage four out of nowhere by slot and Rios. Uh, then we get to, uh, all right, we got, we cut to days later and we get the hot version of Batam web and Shang-Chi. They're trying to convince Peter Parker to do his death touch. And, um, you know, it's all that stuff. Then we cut to "I'll Never Let You Go," where we are—we have Aunt May and um, <clears throat> not J. Jonah Jameson, but J. Jonah Jameson Senior, her husband. Uh, they're they're getting ready to leave, and apparently Peter, you know, ended up falling out of the street, and and Aunt May with spider powers literally saved Peter Parker from getting ran over, and she's like, "I'll never let you go," yada yada. And then they—that was then, but they're cutting to now, where Aunt May and the the two Jonas are eating. We got Carly Cooper and Peter Parker, because that was a thing during this period of time. And uh, basically, Jonah Jameson Sr. is looking to move um, to Boston and get ready to leave. And, and <laughs> Jonah, in one of his better moments during this run, is like, I won't stand for it! I'm the mayor of New York! What about me? What about my administration? When well, my own father thinks it's too dangerous to live here! You know, so don't you son? me, you draft dodging hippie peace dink. This is all you all over, isn't it? Anything that gets hard for you, you just run away. That's yeah, hardly fair, Jonah. It's, this isn't personal. I mean, it's not about you. It's never been about you, is it, father? Well, good riddance. I never should have let you back in my life in the first place. And then he'll die in call him conspiracy. Woo-hoo! All right, anyway. So Peter Parker's like, what's for dessert? You know, um and and Mary, look, Aunt May makes the best joke when he at when Peter asks what's for dessert, she simply says Boston cream pie. Then we get the speedy movers, and Peter Parker is helping uh um <laughs> Peter Parker's helping Aunt May move, and he's like, Hey, look your spatula, will you make me some wheat cakes? Yuck yuck. And uh Mary Jane shows up and um <laughs> she goes easy, May. uh Pass the utensil, Parker. I'll make your wheat cakes. I know, I know how just how you like them. So, Aunt May is kind of a sassy sass here. She goes, Anna, your guts, and finally, I can get some work done. A certain someone is terrible at packing. He keeps pausing and getting, gets sentimental over every keepsake. And this is also kind of strange for me because it, this is where he, you know, gives a freaking street address for reasons. But I don't even know if that's the right street address. I'll be completely honest with you. But uh, so this is where he, he talks about, you know, uh, Dr. Otto Octavius, where he's drinking, drinking tea. And the time where uh, the vulture attacks Peter Parker and, you know, where uh, Norman Osborn, the Green Goblin kind of kidnaps him. And and this was this was done by all by Cam and Coley. You know, Mary Jane kind of having that exposition. Uh, and and that thing to bounce off of. So Peter Parker decides to be a magnificent troll. And decides to give Aunt May a Boston Red Sox hat. (laughs) And she goes, you're going to get me killed. And and so Peter, you know, gives Aunt May a hug. And he's, you know, finally going to move on with the rest of his life. Because that's what's going on. And then we get some previews for Spider Island. All right, so let me... Just talk about this for a minute. These were running as backups in the Spider-Man titles. Uh, at this point, to give you a little bit of history, Spider-Man um, had went three times a month, Amazing Spider-Man, during the brand new day era, and then we had uh, the big time era with Dan Slott being the sole writer. And this was their big summer event of 2011, and this was the setup for it. So the Jackal basically infested a bunch of bedbugs, and so it's Peter. Uh, Everybody, this was basically trying to use real-world events because there had been a big bed bug outbreak during 2011. And so utilizing that snooze story, they basically, uh, that's the method of delivery for the jackal. Uh, bed bugs are no fun and for anybody. And so, yeah, so that's that's how everybody got spider powers. But, if, uh, but for the record, if you get bed bugs, they will not give you spider powers, I am sorry to say. So we move on to um, amazing, uh, and during this period of time when they're when they're coming out with this this story, we, I went to San Diego Comic Con 2011, and we I mean, it was me and Josh and Don and Stella and John M Wilson. So pretty much everybody that uh, all those people have, have actually appeared on the network. Uh, John Wilson being a, of course a part of Amazing Spider-Man Classics with Don and Josh, and then Stella made the appearance in uh, the Great Debate episode with me and Kevin. So, basically, um, we went there, and this was all they wanted to talk about. In fact, uh, Amazing 666 wasn't going to come out for another week, but a girl ahead of me asked the question about Kane. And so that's why we are covering this story on this show, because this was uh, the next appearance of Cain. We, we've obviously covered in Episode 4, we did the Who Has Been Riley story arc of Amazing Spider-Man, We did the, uh, we've done the backups that were in Web of Spider-Man. We covered the uh, Ben Riley stories that were in Amazing Spider-Man Family and Web of Spider-Man and all that. So this is the next logical step. And really this episode is going to be devoted to covering this story simply because, quite frankly, it's it's an essential Kane story. And without this story, for all its faults, we wouldn't have the Scarlet Spider title. And, the, and speaking of that, in 2011, the San Diego Comic-Con, the teaser was the burning hoodie of the Scarlet Spider. And for a mediocre uh, a panel where Dan Slott videoed himself in because he was too busy working on the story, because as we learned later that this story was not intended to be written. Basically, they came up with this story over a weekend to replace Ends of the Earth because uh, Dan Slott did not want to do Ends of the Earth this early in the run. They basically were wanting to work their way towards uh, making the reveal of the superior or inferior, depending on your perspective, Spider-Man. So, we're going to start Amazing 666. the The Devil's Number, of course. Uh, so this is called prologue spider Island, the one and only Dan slot, Stefano Caselli. He would do only the artwork of this and the last issue we'll cover. And, uh, definitely a significant upgrade over the regular art. I- I've always been a f- big fan of St- Stefano Caselli. So Peter Parker is swinging through the city when, uh, two masked robbers come out and Peter Parker just whips some booty, uh, takes care of things. And, um, uh, basically, uh, <laughs> busy day, you know, got that right. And it's, uh, it was na- nasty, nasty day. The cops were like, you know, we'll change that to a failed r- robbery in progress, man. The way Spidey's been going lately, the mayor will be, be able to cut the force in half. So, um, you know, basically <clears throat> he gets given a sports drink. He drinks it up. He, he, um, continues swinging around the city and, and, uh, Um, Jameson's approval ratings are down. Now, Jameson was the mayor of New York. As I mentioned earlier, he became the mayor of New York during the brand-new day era. Peter Parker went on an adventure with the Fantastic Four. This was a story also written by Dan Slott. And uh, while he was gone for about six to eight weeks, there was a special election, and J. Jonah Jameson became the mayor. And uh, so basically, his approval ratings are down because, well... He has this anti-Spider-Man crusade, just like he always does. And uh, Glory Grant is his chief of staff. And we then cut to the Diamond District, where we have uh, uh, Gravity and Firestar fighting with, uh, along with the your Girl, fighting the Hydro-Man. And Spider-Man shows up, and he basically um, throws a a Spider-Tracer-like disc against (laughs) against Hydro-Man and instantly freezes him. So... Basically, he's like, he makes it look so easy. No, he makes us look useless. What are we now, babysitters? Cut it out, Greg. He trusts us. We're Spidey's amazing friends, and I can live with that. That's the line for Firestar. Really? Are we really doing this? Is the is the low hanging fruit that low that we have to do amazing friends jokes in this story? Yes, apparently so, Dan Slott, because he couldn't bleeping resist. Anyway, we cut to uh, the South Street Seaport, where we have the where Peter Parker punches the clock, and his unstable molecules control his Spider-Man costume. Because at this period of time, he is a part. Of uh, He's made himself some various costumes. He brings his same experiment to some earthworms, how they're, you know, basically wormsicles and and um, then, you know, basically shows how th- this technology that he's developed could be used in the transporting of organs and things like that. So there's some real world usage then. Carly, you know, talks, you know, calls um, Peter because, they're, again, they're dating at this point. And Spider-Man can, continues to be, you know, all around town. And then just when the robber's webbed up, he, he breaks out and then Carly Cooper backhands him. And, you know, she's like, "Uh, yeah, so we need to talk. And, and Peter Parker's like, whoa, and then he doesn't have a spider sense. So this is something that also is going on. It's Peter Parker overloaded his spider sense, so he's no longer able to utilize the spider sense, and he nearly gets hit by a boss! But who's there to save him but Phil Uric, a.k.a. Phil Goblin. That's right, the Philip Uric, the Phil Uric Green Goblin became villainous for reasons that Dan Slott decided to do, and he became the villainous Hobgoblin. And allegedly in Dan Slott's first arc during Big Time, well, he decapitated Roderick Kingsley. Except it was not Roger Kingsley, no, no. He reneged on the fact that it was Roger Kingsley because so many people complained how Roger Kingsley was being treated like a bitch in that particular story, and then made it, well, he made it Daniel Kingsley. Which actually makes legitimate sense, and he was able to worm his way out. But that still doesn't change the facts. Alright, so we have... Uh, Nora Winter's acting like the racist person that she is. We then cut to uh, the Feast uh, project where Aunt May's been working. Uh, that's you'll If you're a fan of Spider-Man, P, uh, this PS4 Spider-Man um, video game, which is out and I recommend, and I highly recommend using the Scarlet Spider uh, costume when you can get it uh, after a few missions. Uh, let me tell you, um, <clears throat> good stuff. So they uh, have an exterminator out, and... Um, uh, you know, to kill all the bed bugs. So Aunt May and J. Jonah Jameson Senior will be not participating in Spider Island. All right. We then cut to uh, a goon that's got you know is, is looks like it looks like long hair, but I think it's supposed to be dreadlocks. And he basically whips somebody's ass. And then the the jackal shows up with his with a minion, and the minion's half man half spider. And he's like, you know, and he's like just like that. Basically, the jackal's getting everybody you know in a meetup. So. We then cut to the Baxter building because I, I forgot to mention that uh, Peter Parker is a part of the Fan- Future Foundation because Johnny Storm died in a mega arc written by Jonathan Hickman. Man, I have to do a lot of continuity explanations in this episode, and I don't know if I love it. So we then, um, you know, get Ben talking about uh, Mary Jane. He's like, hey, she's single because I want to try to tap that. Ha <laughs> ha ha ha. That's so freaking stupid. All right, anyway. So, um,. Just, you know, basically Mary Jane calls, just checking in, you know, kept yourself busy. Didn't want to forget it's, uh, May and Jay's last night in the city. And, uh, that references that story that I, that I ended up writing. Uh, a lot's been happening lately with Flash. Flash has been, you know, Agent Venom, and I'm going to have to explain that in a few minutes, but we'll go on. Uh, we get Venom, uh, talking to Betty, who got injured in, uh, Betty believes that he's working for the, uh, Veterans Administration, and, and she, she's at the hospital, and all of a sudden people are like, uh, <laughs> People are all freaking out because everybody's starting to exhibit spider powers. Then we get to Avengers Mansion where Peter changes from his future Foundation outfit to his classic red and blues. And uh, Ben Grimm's like, we, we, "You got invited to the to the poker game. You know why? Because you don't have a spider sense and that's no longer no longer a threat. So you can actually participate, and we can take all your freaking money." We then get to uh, Shang Chi fighting with uh, Madame Web, where he's doing the spider foo because that's That's the thing. And, um, basically she's like, there's one move you won't do. It's called your killing touch and yada, yada. So we then get Peter Parker swinging through the city where people are, you know, climbing on the walls where, um, you know, basically Peter, the thing of that Peter, the joke that Peter makes is that he can't change his costume, uh, to short sleeves. So then he's like, you know, sure. took your time. Hope you don't mind. But you know, it's just one of those days and yada, yada. So, uh, uh, per, the dna is recognized there's a there's a handprint and it's the identity confirmed professor miles warren the jackal the one and only so this is where uh, I'll, I'll get to that in a minute so we get uh, the spider him and the spider minion uh, walking around with various miles's and uh, we then get a, a female a feminine arm that says enough
1: i brought you a gift, a toy a plaything and um uh,
0: He's, he's perfect, down to the last cell. All my obsessing, years of obsessing over
1: Parker's DNA, I have to admit, I've always dreamed of studying this prime specimen. Oh, don't be jealous. But how on earth did you? That's not important. Tell us, can you perform the procedure on him?
0: Yes, but I can't believe I'm the one saying this. Are you mad? It'll be fails, it even be more powerful. But if it works, it will be work on
1: anyone. Do it. We then get, to, what are you worried about, Professor? You, look at your class clown, your teacher's pet. It worked well enough on Parker there, did it?
0: But this isn't Parker. It's a poor man's copy. Parker 3.0. Uh, the Misfit. The Reject. Daddy's little shameful little secret that won't stay buried. And then we get a reference to Grim Hunt, where the tarantula c- comes out. Back when I had a bit of a god complex. it moves me to be a little biblical and call him Cain. That's not what happened! He tries the experiment. So Jackal, you know, tries the experiment, and it ends up working. He's like, "What,
1: what have you done?
0: Stop you!" Uh. He's like, "Kane, take him out now!" And and then the feminine, the f- female says, "Heal."
1: You see, Professor, he hears and obeys as they all will, because of my top-notch work, of course, of course. We're all done. The infestation is spreading. Our powers
0: are growing. We can feel them becoming. Soon, they'll all bend to my will. This city, this Manhattan, this island of spiders! And there ends part one of Spider Island, the prelude. But wait, we get to part, actual part one, which uh, I want to kind of talk about the cover. Now, the cover of of, uh, issue 666 it's a cover of Statue of Liberty, but it's uh, but it's been graffiti. It's been graffitied to uh, where the statue, the Liberty, Lady Liberty's face is, is a Spider Man. So we we then get to Amazing Spider Man number uh, six sixty seven, Spider Island Part One, and we get the Avengers and Spider Man wearing various Spider Man outfits. So Cloak is wearing the black costume. Um, Dagger is not; she's wearing her regular costume. But Black Panther is wearing the Ben Riley suit. For reasons we got luke cage wearing the negative negative zone suit for reasons we get hulk wearing the spider armor the iron spider armor okay and then we get shang chi wearing the spider-man unlimited which i think is the first time anybody's ever worn that outside of that god-awful spider-man uh, web spinners issue that came out we get uh, captain america as tron we get a half mask of of, of uh, iron fist and uh you know Jessica Drew is wearing this the Scarlet Spider hoodie, and I think, I think Ben Grimm's wearing a Spider-Man suit, but I really can't tell, so I don't know. But that's the cover. Uh, we cut uh, we cut to um, Spider Island, the amazing Spider-Manhattan. Dan Slott, Humberto Ramos, um, is the Humberto Ramos takes over as the penciler, and basically, <clears throat> so. Carly is, you know, earlier, he's like, we need, she's like, we need to talk. And she was wanting to tell him a big secret. And the big secret is she's on the ceiling because she's got spider powers. And Peter Parker's having to act like, uh, you know, nothing's wrong. And and she's like, but you give tech to Spider-Man. I'll be a spider cop. And yeah, so then we get Jessica Drew sitting outside of his apartment, being like a creeper, Shang-Chi, you know, also there. We then get to um, everybody being there. Professor Miles Warren's got his his Spider Minions, Kane, and uh, the Mystery Minion that was created last issue. The mob is, you know, starting to have a, a mob attack. And, and basically, uh, the mysterious person in last issue, you know, basically comes into wreck shop. Uh, then he gives a bunch of crates and uh, he's like, forget about it. Look... Look at what you get to wear when you roll with the jackals. Handy-dandy crime syndicate. Snazzy, right-form-fitting, yet with full freedom of movement. And wait till you hear about the laws we're gonna break. There'll be looting and plundering and pillaging and all the greatest crime of all.
1: Identity theft! Ha! 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 Ha!
0: Ha! What the f***? Anyway, we get to New Jersey, where Peter Parker is seeing off Aunt May, because, again, she's not gonna be affected by this story, because we didn't want to have a, a, a geniatric old lady running around with Spider-Man powers. More or less. We then get to Mary Jane uh, saving a kid, and then Mary Jane thinks that uh, the, this guy in a uh, Future Foundation costume is the actual Peter Parker, but then <laughs> Ben Grimm, because, you know, he's trying to make it a thing. Ben Grimm comes and punches that Spider-Man in the next week. So apparently they've reached the epicenter of the disturbance cloak is the one that takes them, takes them in. We got uh, Ms. Marvel in her, I don't want to say classic costume, but definitely her, oh, her pre um, most recent costume. Uh, we get uh, dagger. Of course we get uh Firestar Hawkeye, Luke Cage, uh, gravity and, and Aranya girl. So we get to the George Washington bridge, the everything's running out. Then we get, uh, your friendly neighborhood spider cop, Carly Cooper. Ugh. So Peter Parker's like, well, that's what it feels like. You haven't, where are you going? You haven't paid yet. So then he's like, whatever, keep the change. you got to make this fast. So then Peter Parker actually goes there. And then we get, you know, an entertaining moment with Jameson. He's like, a city an epidemic! You know? So basically he's starting to shut things down. We get Wolverine there. And basically everybody's fighting in this giant epicenter. And so Spider-Man shows up and he just keeps getting his butt kicked. Over here, the real Spider-Man. He's like, I like, I ain't, ain't heard that five times already. And then he's basically, oh, Iron Fist. And so then Shang-Chi comes and... Yeah. Uh, basically, he just comes to bail Peter Parker out because that's how a dance Slott story goes. Peter Parker can't do crap without actually, you know, participating. It's just, ugh, just so ridiculous. So stinking ridiculous. I'm sorry. Uh, all right. So I didn't give a grade for last issue. I actually did not dislike... So let me kind of give give a grade. We're at the we're kind of at the third third of the way point. So Let me give a grade for this story thus far. Simply put, this uh, the 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 backups weren't bad. I, I'm not gonna uh, the problem with the backups, especially when you read them as a group, the way this one shot is structured, is that because you have different artists, it's very into varying in the middle degrees. Really didn't do a whole lot to set things up. Basically, as the first. Uh, the first thing and talking about the bed bugs, that's what really did, was the impetus. Everything else was completely superfluous. The rest of it was basically let's explain how Aunt May's not here. Um, so that's a C for me. I mean, it, it's not good, it's not bad, it's just there. Um, the first part I actually enjoyed. I actually enjoyed it because I didn't, outside of the Carly Cooper stuff, which is just going to be a big con, FYI for me. Um, I didn't dislike it, so I, I like the overall storytelling of that first part. I also think it's certainly better when Stefano Caselli is drawing the sto- the books, but some of the jokes are ridiculous. I kind of harped on the Amazing Friends joke, but it's such a low hanging fruit that to me is ridiculous, and that's why it, it just uh, it just I mean everybody's got to be on, in on the joke, and this is a this is a criticism overall of Dan's work. But I think he his some of his strongest work came with Stefano Coselli. I think Slot's work overall elevates when he has better artists. There's entirely too much Carly Cooper in this story, and considering that she is not an, in, at, an, at all an important character much longer moving forward, I just. She just grates me as a character. It's because everything that they're doing is setting her up. Oh, how perfect she is for Peter Parker. And I get that that's somewhat of a crawlspace criticism, and I'm echoing that and I'm parroting that. But reading, rereading these books for this particular episode, I honestly believe and honestly think that this was just a absolute misguided attempt. And, and we'll get to uh, we'll get to more stuff later. So we're gonna go to part uh, part two of Spider Island, which. I remember seeing this and Peter Parker's in a blue hoodie and uh, we get the Jackal who mysteriously doesn't look like the Jackal. He looks more like sheer Khan from the jungle book, just in a green fur. Yeah. Anyway, so spider Island uh, part two Humberto Ramos again on the artwork. And I have to say, considering the amount of deadlines that Humberto Ramos was under, The fact that they got this book taken care of was pretty remarkable. So we then cut back to the Battle of Bryant Park, because that's what we're going to call it now. And um, again, Peter Parker is having to literally strip down because, well, he is so incompetent. He can't show and stand out from the rest of the crowd. So we then get uh, Nora Winters, you know, with her uh, with her video camera, videotaping everything for the Daily Bugle. She's like, Peter, what are you doing standing there? Um, she's he's like, oh, just helping out my Paul Nora. You know, Nora Winters for the Daily Bugle? And she's like, I understand. But shouldn't you be doing something and yada, yada, yada? She's like, I see your girlfriend and she's amazing. And having Mary Jane say that makes me want to throw up in my mouth. Anyway, <clears throat> we then get to, uh, you know, Carly Cooper fighting this fight. And... You know, he's not the only one with spider powers. And then and then Peter Parker's like, Hey, if you're watching, you know what's going on. New Yorkers woke up today with spider powers, and now they're tearing the city apart. But, you know, yada. So basically, he, he becomes a rallying cry. Now, what we later learn because of this is that Peter Parker, with his little magic fairy dust thing that happened to Omit, thanks to the Doctor Strange incantation, basically... D- put uh the kibosh on that mind wipe so the mind the mind wipe people can figure out that peter parker is spider-man as a result of this little stunt anyway we go we cut to jackal's secret lair and he's like no matter i never get tired of looking at that face no matter any times i've cloned it masked it unmasked it liquefied it or worn it like a little hat so this is basically showing to me that this is the period of time where Ben Riley is being tortured by the Jackal. Why am I putting this all together? I don't know. Anyway, so we then get to, uh, you know, more. You know, the female is showing back up and they're doing analysis and, and uh, you know... Uh, you know that was good for a practice run. up for Spider King's, he might teach you uh, about the birds and the bees. You see, when a jackal loves a man, spider very, very much, he fills them with two thousand mutated spider embryos. Sorry, that was rude of me. Next time, I'll promise and take you to dinner. Like this was just grotesque. So then we get back to Bryant Park. They're still fighting, yada yada, etc. etc. And then Peter Parker shows up, and and with a bunch of spider, uh, with a bunch of New Yorkers fighting amongst the spider people. So basically, you know, having an army to fight fight back, and yada yada, etc. Etc., and Carly Cooper's like, You could use some pointers, I'll give you some pointers later. The Avengers take care of things, they go to Horizon Labs. Uh, or so basically, Mary Jane's completely inadequate because he's like, Not all the locals, just some. He's like, I win barely by inches. This will stop. Uh, thanks for walking me to work. See you later. You know, sweet. I cannot tell you how often I've dreamed of this. Yeah, just disgusting. Anyway, we get back to uh, um, Horizon Labs where we get Grady Scraps and Johnny and, and Spider Hearing and yada yada. Dr. Reed Richards shows up. Um, you know... <clears throat> So basically, number six, the mysterious number six, we don't know who it is. It's actually Michael Morbius. But anyway, um, you got anti-venom that's like stripping people of of the spider toxins in their body and hunting people down because he's, you know, not a villain. And then we get uh, uh, Flash Venom jumping into the fray. We then get to the 18th Precinct where there's some Spider-Man tech and yada yada and... Um, they started exploring jackal's lab so that's yeah so that's that's part two all right so we're then gonna cut um take a step back venom number six uh by rick remender and fowler is the artist tom fowler um, and basically, this is just going through and explaining Flash's uh, stuff. So basically, Flash is on assignment. He, he shows up in New York City. He's fighting amongst with the Venom Symbiote. The Venom Symbiote can only do so much. So they've captured um, the Spider King at this point, and they're trying to figure out who it is. Well, guess what? The Spider King gets captured, and then he starts throwing up a bunch of embryos. Turns out the Spider King... Is well, the guy who it, 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 who they have a movie coming out uh, out during this period of time, Captain America: The First Avenger. Captain America, yes, is the is the Spider King. So uh, basically, um, the Venom symbiote takes over a dog at one point and basically just fights the Spider King. Uh, Flash gets back hold of the symbiote and uh, fights the Spider King himself. And um, we then get to basically, uh, uh, the end of the issue where, uh, the Spider-King is actually not under the control of the Queen. So, we're gonna cut to Part 3. Part 3's got an interesting cover, because you got the Shocker and Spider-Man. This one's drawn by Humberto Ramos. And, uh, Shocker's got six arms? Yeah? Six arms, really? Alright. So we then get a couple of re- two uh, two pages of recap where we get to Spider-Island Part 3, Arachnotopia. Um... So we get the White Rabbit, who like has this unfortunate crouch that she's in, where you basically the focus is right up her ass. <sighs> All right. Anyway, it's it's comics. We got Chance. We have got uh, Scorcher, who hasn't appeared in a Spider-Man comic in a, a million years. All of them have spider powers. Basically, this is this is the Spidey Carly t- or the Peter Parker Carly team up. Yeah. So. Uh, basically you get all these, uh, the anti-Spider squad and, Reed, you know, Spider Island, you know, J.J. Jameson's pissed off, he shows up at Horizon, and, uh, you know, basically, like, this is blackmail, this is extortion, I won't air it, and, uh, you know, basically, <laughs> you got this, uh, who, was this guy's name, oh, uh, Tiberius Stone tries to extort J. Jordan Jameson out of money. He clearly doesn't know Jameson well enough, because Jameson wouldn't spend money on on anything. So, um, basically, Reed Richards is like, just the man I'm looking for. You know, bastard, Richards, why can't you walk over here like a regular person? Um, So, yeah. Basically, he's giving a status update and everything like that. And, um... (laughs) Jonah's infected. He's freaking out. Uh, meanwhile, uh, anti-venom is trying to take everything out. And basically, you know, he's like, I have your salvation, whether you like it or not. And then, you know, f- freaking <sighs> Madam Web. God almighty. Damn. Madam Web's basically in the fetal position because there's too many freaking spiders. Yada, yada. Um... <laughs> Peter's trying to still trying to play the charade up that P- Peter Parker not Spider-Man. And anyway, so um, Peter Parker's like, she put a spill on everybody. That's the rule, right? Can't, as long as he doesn't unmask. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so Peter, uh, Spidey and Carly go investigate. And then the Shocker shows up with eight, with six extra arms because what? Yep. So, uh, and basically Shock, uh, Shocker takes his mask off and he's like, I've turned into this. Help me. And then Carly, you know, starts mutating because
1: ah, I never touched me. Oh, God, it hurts. The metamorphosis has begun.
0: I feel all of you. And so basically we get the female and she's revealed as the queen. That's right. The queen. Now, who the hell is the queen? Let me tell you who the queen is. So back during Avengers Disassembled, there was a story arc that Paul Jenkins wrote um, that involved Captain America. So it was Avengers Disassembled, it was a tie, a, a very, very loose tie-in, basically just had the trade dress of Avengers Disassembled. And Paul Jenkins wrote this multi-part story that involved this character called the Queen, who was a character that they had plucked out of um, during World War II, and she had been experimented on, and she basically had, got gained spider powers. Yep, gained spider powers. Because that's what you're looking for. Anyway, uh, she kisses Spider Man at this time and impregnates him and basically j- mutates into a giant spider. And uh, uh, after he, you know, his hat basically births himself via the giant spider, he gains organic web shooters. A six part story to get organic web shooters. Not a joke. Not a joke at all. Anyway, so. She is the main protagonist of the story. All right, so then we get to part, uh, part four, which, as I, not very as orga- not as organized as I wanted it to be. Oh, crap! Where's the rest of the story? I got the next one on part. Okay, part two, part one, prelude. All right, so these are all done. Uh, th- 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 th. all right part four all right <clears throat> all right so then we cut to part four so here we are at, uh it is the part four it, the fourth part is entitled spiders spiders everywhere and Bartol ramos is the penciler dan slot is the writer basically everybody starts mutating into spiders <sighs> yep basically you know the queen goes through her bit of a backstory. Um, so it was Spectacular Spider-Man, Volume 2, number twenty-five or 15 through 20. Um, and basically she explains how uh, Captain America got captured by the Queen and she was able to get the Spider-King! And yeah, uh, she's like, it's a complete success, Your Majesty. Well, what nobody knows is that the Spider-King is not Spider-King at all. Because we will talk about that in the next issue we cover. But in the Venom issue, issue number 7, Basically, he goes undercover as the Spider King. So we then get to Our Lady of Saints Church in uh, New York's Applebid city. And we have a bunch of people that are mutated into spiders. And he's like, I knew it. There was a reason for all of this, you poor souls. Come here. It's not too late. I can kill you all. Yep, that's anti-venom for you. Because that's Eddie Brock with a god complex. Anyway, we get to Battery Park where the uh, X-Men are uh, trying, to, trying to work and work on a cure. Meanwhile, they're getting attacked by more spiders. Jonah's like, I said enough. You pencil pushing point dexters! Somebody took action around here. I've got a city to protect. Basically he's going to go play mayor. Uh, we get more and more, uh, spiders attacking, you know, um, spider slayers. All right. So there was a point also in this, in this particular scene, um, where, They reference Spider Slayers. Now, Spider Slayers are part of the reason that Marla Jameson got killed. Uh, She was killed in the second arc of the big time story. Meanwhile, Peter Parker is, you know, trying to take care of the mayor's limo. And the mayor's just pissed off. And, you know, I will not be saved by Spider-Man again. Pull over. And basically he starts, you know, kind of being a badass, which is kind of cool. We then get the queen with her extra cleavage because that's, again, unfortunate basically, uh, someone has a cure, you know, and, and, um, he's letting Verizon know and going from there. So uh, this package ready, you know, what the Alistair Smythe, Jonah, you're insane. You're too invested in this. You can't expect him. He killed your wife. Quiet. And basically, um, Jonah starts mutating. (laughs) Meanwhile, the black cat and, um, Misty Knight are fighting this battle. Uh, The Venom symbiote is (laughs) reacting to Brock. And then finally, finally, Mary Jane gets spider powers. So, here's the thing. Mary Jane didn't get spider powers initially because she has developed an immunity to Peter Parker's DNA. Spider DNA. And uh, basically, Jonah Jameson kills Alistair Smythe (laughs) Yep, that's what happened. So that's part four. That's how that's how our issue ends. So we're gonna to cut to Venom number seven. This is our last look at Venom. Um, all right. So Fowler is the artist again with Rick Remender, and basically we we get back to Our Lady Saints Church. So that 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 scene we already saw. Uh, we get to Central Park, and um, we get I think Miles Warren. Yep, Miles Warren, um, the Queen, just some more background stuff, just some different perspectives, and um, basically Miles has is reporting that uh, what's going on with the Cure, <laughs> and the Queen shoots him. Uh, we then cut to Reed Richards talking with uh, with the Agent Venom Task Force. Uh, We then get the uh, much more of the fight that I mentioned in the uh, in in the previous issue during the during the show during the previous episode, and um, yeah, so we then get Richard meeting with uh, Anti Venom for the first time, and that's going to set up the the rest of the stuff. Uh, We then get a subplot of Flash Thompson meeting with uh, his dad and and. you know, coming to peace and to grips with his dad. So that's a very poignant scene, very important scene in Flash's history. Um, so, OK, I have not given grades for the last few parts. So parts three and four to me are middling. Um, I in fact, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to wait until we get done with this. I, I'll, I'll grow through each individual issue and we'll, we'll go from that. All right. Issue five has the best cover. Uh issue four, I forgot to I neglected to mention that was the one with Mayor J. Joan Jameson with the Jackal and and uh you got the shocker and a- anti-venom and Reed Richards and Ben Grimm the thing in there for reasons. Uh the best cover of the bunch though was Mary Jane in a very skimpy, very highly sexualized um Spider-Man costume where it was barely covering the Tata's. And you got these short shorts and these these uh, thigh high socks and she's got the spider signal on her and you're like, whoa you know, like. Bleep. So we think it's Spider Island part five. A new hope. Really? We're making Star Wars references. OK, anyway, so uh, we start the issue off with Mary Jane uh, being the damsel in distress. And she's like, I'll be the one superhero you need. And she's fighting off these, uh, basically J- Peter's reacting to everything that's going on and, and ends up getting bitten by Smythe. And, um, yeah, basically nearly kills Smythe and, and horizon labs. And she sees them, sees him in the vision and, um, basically they start administering the cure and, um, so you know he's like yeah go to verizon Gum up the works way ahead of you man literally on the next page see and she talks about peter parker and you know the spider king and they come up with this giant splooge, derivative of the venom of the anti-venom symbiote we then get uh you know what a tremendous sacrifice giving up being a monster not everybody can be so lucky there is my work to be done the rest is up to the others i've compromised myself enough here already Access to lower tunnel system. Scanning. Doctor Michael Morbius confirmed. And then Michael Morbius is in a no longer in a hazmat suit, but he's in his classic 70s costume. Uh, that was to set things up for later. We then get Firestar and Gravity, and and um, again fighting with Peter Parker. And he's you know going from there. Jessica Drew or Jessica, Jessica Drew. Um, Car- Jessica Carpenter. Jennifer Carpenter, uh, con- t- Madam Webb still continuing to pursue. We got uh, we got Ben Graham. It's clobbering time. And. We then get to. Um, so anyway, uh, basically, she's explaining to Reed Richards what's going on and, and everything like that. And so uh, then Peter Parker fights Kane. For the first time since that infamous story, my boy Kane was always better at being the spider than the man with little upgrades. We'll see how far that can go. What the f is this? This is the most asinine amount of bull crap I've ever seen. This is not how that happened. That's blatant continuity error. All right. So Peter and and Peter and Kane are fighting and Peter ends up falling in the vat of goo. Um, he ends up possibly contaminating the cure but the tarantula is not putting up much of a fight. And, uh, and Kane's like, are you less spidery, but you're still spider-powered? Feels like it. Let me finish. Under the jackal's control? No, but he's not He's not the big bad. Whoa, you look good, like me good. Great, happy for us. Now let me finish. Jackal was never in charge. Someone called the queen. The queen's back, and I know where to find her. So that's basically the setup for the final issue. That's right. That's right. Part six, you got Peter Parker. And Mary Jane, Peter Parker loaning his 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 uh, Spider Man top to Mary Jane. Uh, okay, so we get uh, Captain Freaking America. Damn right, he's in his uh, uh the costume you you remember from the uh, Winter Soldier movie. Uh, basically, Captain America starts fighting with um with the Queen. And that's, that's how it starts. And then the queen mutates into a giant 50-foot-tall spider. Because we haven't seen this enough in clone-related stuff. We had to get another story where we had a 50-foot-tall queen. All right. Anyway. So we then get Peter Parker, who was giving his, his stuff away. And... Mary Jane shows up and she's like, You look fine. And like Ben Grimm's like, You look fine to me, Red. You know, you should be okay from now. The slow rate of regression. Uh, this is where Mary Jane finds out she's like, To put this delicately, Ms. Watson, you've developed an immunity from all those years of being so close to Mr. Parker. <laughs> A Peter Parker immunity. I wish. Speaking of which, where is Pete? You know, <laughs> Pete is in the room and he gives Kane his costume. This is funny. And he's like, say something. He's like, and Web Snappers. Stop. Uh, I'm sorry, but uh, Peter Parker likes to um, work in his all together as one of his many eccentricities. So, here's a stretchy neck that really freaks me out. No, it doesn't. You've seen it a billion times. So, you and Spider Man, clone. Just go with it, okay? So, Spider Man, I'm assuming you'll swing by and tell us our experiment worked and you got your spider sense back, but also that my old enemy and the Queen's behind all this. Exactly. Sorry about that, Greg. Uh, if you need us, we'll be in the lab building an anti-queen suit. Peter Parker accepted. Lab sealed. We will. Actually, already got one. Still have that Sonic screen? Yes. This is my stealth suit. Stealth suit. There's three settings. Green, bends light and sound. Visible only to friends with special lenses. Red is Sonic shielding. And white is off moon. Looks good. I'll take it. Wait, you can't call dibs. Why not? Why should you have the best of everything? So basically, this is the origin of King getting the costume. So anyway... We then get to the giant spider queen fighting with New York. City. God
1: Almighty! Damn.
0: Uh, Peter Parker's fighting, and it looks like he's gonna be hit to death when suddenly the spider ex-girlfriend swings to the rescue. She's like, "I figure I owe you a few tiger." This is part you know I don't actually dislike. So we uh, get to we get to where they need to go, and and uh, this is a, another significant moment in, in Dan Slott's history because he uses the Autobots to control it. And to spread the cure all around the city. That's right. So Spider Queen continues to fight, and she's like, "My subjects, my colony, no!" And he's like, "I'm gonna save." She's like, "Over six point six million people in the open, on the rooftops, in the buildings, and tunnels, thousands of, of thoughts a second. I'm anywhere. I'm everywhere in my mind." She's like, "There's too many of these. Things. I can't. What in the world are you smile at?" She, he's like, "Because I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna save everybody." Da da da. She goes. I love you. What was that? Nothing. <sighs> Slot, you son of a. B- you freaking son of. Anyway, all right. So we then get Spider-Man. Not Spider-Man. It's Kane. He's got his. He's got his stingers. He debuts the stingers for the first time, and he literally goes through the head of the Queen. That's right. The Queen is killed. We then get to. Uh, Top of everything, and um, Peter and Mary Jane kind of sitting and cuddling with the shirt on. And uh, that ends the issue. So, that's part six. Now we get to the final part of this entire story. All right, the epilogue. Spider Island. (laughs) Epilogue. The Naked City. Where are my pants? Were you a giant spider? I think I was a giant spider. What did I drink last night? Yo, I live here. I'll get us some clothes. Wait, where are my keys? He's like, I can't... Hey... Do you have your glasses? Must have been a giant spider with glasses. No fair! I'd rather have pants. Clint Barton, what are you doing? Clint Barton, what are you doing here? That was my very vain attempt at doing a ch- ch- challa, so. So, <laughs> uh, Misty Knight, you know, she's having a cover-up. And um, Carly Cooper, her spider tattoo is faded. Ha, ha, ha. Uh, I, I do... <laughs> I do like the part with Hercules. Zalms, what a glorious day! I am restored to my righteous form, with good comrades at my side, a monster torn asunder, and naked people as far as the eye can see. Reminds me of my time. And so, like... Gravity's like, pants over here! We need pants for Hercules! And uh, the visual gag is, is great. You got... <laughs> He got Firestar doing the whole, like, covering her eyes, but she, she's she got, like, she's looking between the, t- the two middle fingers, you know, because she's kind of admiring the junk of a god. God, I can't believe I just said that. So, anyway, Iron Man shows up. Jackal ends up leaving. You know, I'm a mad scientist. I get to, I get a computer to say whatever I want. Now, come, I'm bristling with new ideas, all new ways to play. God, oh, Mr. Parker. So we won't see him again until much later. All right, Empire State Building. Uh, you got Mary Jane and Peter Parker talking, and uh, so he gets a call from him. May. Um, you know MJ, we'll talk later, okay? Uh huh. So i was just feeling I'm forgetting something. And she's like, nothing important. Oh yeah, so Mary Jane, you know, swinging through the city. We get Reed Richards, you know, talking to talking to Eddie Brock, and how he gets he plays a key role. And uh, we get Kane. You know, good off off to going to nowhere. Wearing a blue hoodie, a per a powder blue hoodie. That's right. So we uh, then you know kind of go from there, and and um, basically Madam Web basically has told Kane that he might need the costume, so he's taking the costume with him. We then get to Amsterdam and 109th Street. We get uh, Jonah and Robbie at the bar. Uh, George Washington Bridge. Um, talking to a couple of workers you know and everything like that and we get back to uh peter parker's apartment and carly cooper sitting there and she's like i left your spare i am i'm gonna keep going i w- stop uh i know you weren't there it was Spidey. he swung around and dropped me unbelievable you're so worried about coming up with a story you went right past it weren't you listening i'm taking all my stuff i'm leaving don't you get it you're Spider-Man. I know how this looks, but I can explain. Spider-Man had this thing. Enough! Will you just stop it already? I'm not an idiot, Peter. I'm a forensic scientist. This is what I do. It's who I am. I, you know my history, the secrets people have kept from me. My father, Lily, everyone I've ever loved, and now you. After all we've shared, please show me some respect. Peter Parker, I'm Spider-Man. I just got into the Tobey Maguire vibe when I when I when I hear I'm Spider-Man. But it's kind of like it's kind of like whenever you you hear I'm Batman. It's equal parts, you know, Christian Bale and Michael Keaton. So basically, this is the breakup scene. And uh, she's like, we're over. We're done. It's over with. Yeah. And so <laughs> Peter is pissed like, oh, somebody owes me one hell of an answer. And Dr. Strange is like, well, no, you haven't. Mm, yes, I've seen what are going. At. You've been far from careful, Mr. Parker, haven't you? It's like, what'd you do? Like I warned you, Peter, my words would not protect you if another unmasked you, or oh, if you unmasked yourself to others. Yes, Peter, you revealed yourself to the world again. Well, not a foolblown blown It's enough. It's weakened my smell. Its protection is gone. They won't remember, but now, on, from now on, they can learn. So, yeah. And we then cut. Uh, that's our obligatory Doctor Strange visit. We then get to uh, Horizon Labs. Where people are, you know, Peter Parker shows up and, um, you know, removing these Spider-Man powers permanently, even Spider-Man powers. I know. Spider-Man, I've been waiting for you. No you're going to be now, Madam Web. I see all that is to come. Jeez, that was annoying when the last Madame Web did that kind of stuff, Julia. So I, I said Jennifer. That was Julia. I'm so sorry. Um, basically, you know, um, if you want, you can use that vial you've tucked away in your utility belt. And cure yourself. If you want, you can stop the web, and will reweave itself, and another Spider-Man will take your place. Maybe Kane, perhaps another. They will fight. They will take up the fight, and everything will be okay. Your—that's your reward—a normal life, if so you so choose. Well, well, there's no way I'd consider that—not even for a second. I got these powers; they're a gift. I'm throwing away with the most irresponsible thing I could ever do. My uncle Ben raised me better than that. Vials for someone else. Thanks for the offer, and for the whole sorry for your loss thing. Breaking up. Em- can feel like the end of the world, but I'm sure I'll survive. That wasn't the loss I was talking about, now that you made your choice. I'm sorry for the loss that's to come. And he's like, really? Because that's he, she's ba- he's basically you know replicating the re- leader. So um, <laughs> Mary Jane's like, you know, like, a gal can get used to this. She's swinging through the city. And she's like, oh, hey, tiger. You on the web, pull over. I was wondering when you're going to bring this ride to a complete stop. Jeez, this isn't fun in games. Oh, come on. Ten more minutes? You want to turn into a big hairy spider? that what you want? No. I know you. You hate shaving your legs. Try eight of them. <laughs> Fine. Ow! Well, that was fun while it lasted. I won't lie to you. This is pretty cool, but Pete, you don't have to... You know, the whole downside part, I get it. For years, I've seen you do all these things, and but to feel for myself, great power, great responsibility. But there's another part, great sacrifice. So, basically, he tells Carly that it's over, and honestly, Mary Jane isn't that unhappy. She's like, oh, this happens all the time. More, more stuff's on the way, but I'm not going to stop. Whether they like it or not, people need me. I'll keep going. But just once, would it hurt him to... Eddie Brock's the hero of Spider Island after all we did. And you know, did you know that? <laughs> you really think no one cares tonight of all nights? Look, over there at the Empire State Building. I've seen it. We climbed it. We saved the city there. So she's like, exactly. Look, I'm um, trying to remind me that's, you know, our special spot. Reference to... Uh... So Mary Jane's like, he's just quit being an idiot and shut up for once. And uh, the story ends with a full page slash of New York saying thanks by having a red, and, the red and blue lights on the empire state building. And I'm going to save a lot of my thoughts for this issue or this, this <clears throat> group of issues until the very end, but there is one more issue I have to cover and it is only half of a one shot. It's called, Spider Island Deadly Foes. It had the Phil Yorick Hobgoblin on the cover, kind of doing a homage to the infamous John Romita Jr. uh, Peter David Hobgoblin cover. Um, So, Spider Island Deadly Foes, the jackal in What I Did for Love. Fred Valente was the writer. Minik Ustavir Ustavir, and David Carell was the colorist. Ustavir was the uh, artist. Uh, I'm not going to talk about the out-of-picture uh, Hobgoblin story because it has absolutely nothing to do with clones. But remember how we covered in Spider Island, we had the, you know, the kind of the post credit scene where you got the tarantula rising from the grave. Well, now we finally get the full story, the rest of the story, if you will. So we're going to open with London some time ago. And uh, you got a, a suspicious-looking Gwen Stacy-like woman where um, apparently she's going through the throes of clone degeneration. Her hand's kind of, you know, uh, starting to exhibit that signs. And then there's a tink! She has a question mark, uh, you know, bubble, thought bubble. And right above her left bosom is a hole where she's bleeding and she falls dead. So Joyce Delaney is dead. The Gwynne clone is dead. She was killed in this issue. We then go to the Potter's Field on Heart Island, Long Island
1: Sound right after Grim Hunt. You got, rise, cursed one. The thread of your web has not yet been cut. Rise, tarantula.
0: That's right. We got the jackal. You know, the 70s jackal.
1: She's like, oh, did you miss your daddy? Yes, you did you. Ho, ho, ho. I know, I know. I want to play with my Keynesies and Wainsies, so too. But it's been so long since I've seen my eldest boy. But there'll be plenty of time for that later. The cats and the cradle and the silver spoon.
0: That's right. So we get uh, we get the jackal
1: drugging, giving some exposition. So... um. <laughs> She's like, you are my second attempt to make an exact duplicate of another human being, although I use human very loosely when referring to Peter P- Parker That Swami sharp tongue singly the moment I saw him in my cellular biology class. I knew he was bad news bears. Gwen Stacy, perfect, beautiful, kind, brilliant Gwen, didn't deserve him as a boyfriend. When Am I saying she deserved me, Professor Miles Warren? No, not then. Not before men called me the jackal. And women, they never called me at all. Blah!
0: Okay. This is all complete bullshit. Can we call it what it is? It's complete and utter bullshit. Miles Warren gave a shit about Peter Parker. Miles Warren actually gave a damn about Peter Parker. He gave a damn about Gwen Stacy. He's driven to madness. And that's how the original clones are. This this revisionist bullcrap is garbage. Straight and utter garbage. Okay.
1: <clears throat> but then, you know... Uh, but would I have let the megalomaniac Norman Osmond chuck off a bridge? I'd like to think not. But if I did, I'd certainly feel a lot worse about it than your brother Peter ever did.
0: Ugh. So terrible and confusing revenge on Parker. I scavenged like my name said, Gathered blood samples. I took from him from our in our in our love in a class experiment, looking at his cells under a microscope. I, this is the man beneath Spider-Man's leotard. That's not exactly how he uh, anyway. And then we get to another blatant continuity error. Yay! It's supposed to be an artist's homage of Amazing Spider-Man number 149, where we have um, Gwen Stacy, the clone of Gwen Stacy, attached to the bomb at Shea Stadium, which, in fact, was not what happened. That would have been Ned freaking Leeds. We then get uh, the Jackal kind of, you know, taking the drugged body of Kane into, into the lab where he talks about how he got
1: killed during the Grim Hunt storyline. And he's like, no one will be able to stop us. Everyone must get cloned.
0: And so then the prodigal daughter returns. That's right. Kane was not the first clone of that was created by the Jackal. Nope. Nope, 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 nope. It was, in fact, Gwen Stacy. The first clone of Gwen Stacy exhibited the carrion virus. You know. And um, so she starts attacking the Jackal. And basically the Jackal, uh, she ends up quote-unquote killing Kane. So this is now, I believe if we have a Kane kill count, he dies in the original clone saga, right? Then he dies during Grim Hunt. That's number two. Then he dies here. That's number three. Then he dies as the Scroll Spider. That's number four. Then he dies during Spider-Verse. That's number five. This guy has been almost resurrected. At the rate that they keep going, him and Ben Riley
1: both will be resurrected multiple times.
0: So, basically... You know, the the Gwyn, the Gwyn, the Gwyn carrion clone tries to reason with Peter... Uh, Peter, excuse me, Kane... And Kane ends up rescuing the Jackal. I don't know why. This is just such garbage. Then the Queen shows up. We, we don't see the Queen. We just see her bosom. And uh, yeah,
1: basically the Jackal's like, I think, madam, I'm in love. The Jackals are now on the way during Spider Island hashtag. Ugh.
0: This straight up gets a F. This is F this, F this up the butt f f f f f the absolute worst of this entire storyline worst this is a sorry excuse a very sorry excuse for a a storyline just terrible this issue is is so riddled with continuity holes you can drive a truck through them this is why I don't like this story. This influences the rest of the story. This one shot ruins blatant continuity. This is basically craps all over everything. And it just does not do justice what the story's story should have been. And look, I you know I, I've gone through, I've tried to, you know, look at the other one shots and all the wonderful things with Spider Island. They had the Deadly Hands of Kung Fu, which was a three-issue miniseries. They had the Amazing Spider-Girl, Aranya Girl, that was a three-issue miniseries. You had the Heroes for Hire one-shot. I mean, you had the Avengers one-shot. You had a Cloak and Dagger three-issue miniseries. I mean, it was was just, let's come up with as much stuff as humanly possible. (laughs) I just don't like this issue and this is one that gets a straight f all right now that i've talked about that i'm not going to talk about the rest of the stuff because i don't feel it's really relevant and we're at the point now in the episode where i feel like i've given a lot of exposition i've given a lot of thoughts given some thoughts during the the things there was a couple of funny parts i do want to go through the pros first the pros are stefano caselli's art is absolutely gorgeous throughout these the, the first and the last issue of this storyline. Absolutely really well done. I like Stefano's artwork. It's really, really good. Uh, I thought there was a few funny character moments. Things like with Mary Jane having an immunity to Peter because of her intimacy with Peter. Okay, she's developed an immunity to spider stuff. We then get, on top of that, we get... Um, you know, you know, like the like when everybody's naked in New York. That's fun. I'll say a pro for it, uh, Carly Cooper and Peter Parker breaking up as part of the ongoing narrative. Yeah, I think that's, that's absolutely true. Um, but then there's cons. And there are many. First of all, the Queen is an absolutely terrible character. She sucks. She was in a bad storyline before. She's in a bad storyline now it was not a good choice i get why she was chosen but i don't I, I don't have to love the choice itself so i don't like this choice i don't like the fact that we got the queen i don't like the fact that that uh, that she did this i mean the jackal it, it just is be- it doesn't really behave like the jackal it's it's like it's like slot made the jackal a different character called him the jackal and we're supposed to be good with it now allegedly according to Dan slot that that was actually not the jackal. It was Ben Riley during this period, which uh, I still don't see it. Still don't see it. Still don't get it. I, I, to me, this was thrown together very haphazardly at the last minute. And I just, I don't love this, this storyline. Um, Humberto Ramos's art is very, always very hit or miss for me. It, it's very middling. It's not absolutely excellent. And sometimes it's terrible. This kind of leans more towards the terrible aspect, in my opinion, simply because this is more of the deadline style of Ramos. When Ramos is under the gun and he's ha- he doesn't take his time, he doesn't, you know, approach it a-, a little slower. The slower Ramos goes, the better Ramos is. The problem is with this one, the- their deadlines were so, so tight during this particular period. I mean, they released issue 666, and literally, after Ramos got done with a panel during San Diego Comic Con, he literally had to leave the panel, go to his hotel room, and draw more pages to be submitted for deadlines. No artist should be should be having to work under those conditions, and that's part of the problem that I have with it. I, I you know, outside of being a couple of delays, the trains mostly ran on time with Wacker as as the editor of Spider Man, but however. You get situations like this. Artwork that's kind of sloppy. Uh, I don't even want to talk about the artwork in that in that Superior Spider-Man uh, the the Superior Foes one shot. I mean, that just is just really not good. I don't think I've ever seen anything with that guy since. Don't like it. I, I think it's kind of a hot mess. Um. Yeah, I I really think. Overall, the st- I mean, you guys heard me laugh at, at certain spots when I was giving the, re- the recap. Um, I think that the story kind of just middles along in the middle. I think that the story, them wanting to do eight chapters, eight legs on the spider on the cover, very much a gimmick storyline. And that, to me, is what makes this mostly a D For me, I liked the first and last chapters. I liked the setup. I don't dislike the premise. Um, I despised the will they or won't they with the Mary Jane stuff. I want to like the Mary Jane stuff. And if you look at the run as a whole, maybe this was trying to set things up for a future reconciliation. However, it just came across as this giant tease. I mean, she literally says, I love you. And I think that everybody that follows Spider-Man for an extended period of time knows that Mary Jane is really Spidey's one true love. This was just kind of a slap in the face for those of us that love the character enough to to continue to follow it. I just think it's a it's a very disingenuous. I did like what they did with Kane. I like the redemption storyline with Kane. Kane ends up. You know, going from being the bad guy in uh, a bad guy in this story to being the good guy. Um, I don't like the fact that the jackal gets to order him around, but I like where it led to. I kind of think that this, the, the white coup was ridiculous. The anti venom stuff was ridiculous, but I don't dislike where it led. So, um, it does color my perception slightly on this issue. But, all right, so parts one, I'm going to give it A. Part two, or excuse me, the apple of the prelude, I'm going to give an A. The, the one shot we talked about, uh, it's going to get a C. Parts one and two, I think I said uh, C earlier, I'm going to give the... Three, four, five, and six—really uh, D's, because it just it just kind of meanders and starts collapsing on its own weight. Um, and then I'm going to give the final issue an A, um, because A, the Carly Cooper breakup, B, the Mary Jane moments, C, the fact that they tried to you know show how New York is thankful for Spider Man. I think all those things add up to um, to an a for me. So. Um, Again, A on on the first and last parts. The F, obviously, for that god-awful one-shot that we just talked about a few minutes ago. So, all right, where are we going from here? Um, What's going to happen now with the show? So next episode, we're going to dive into Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider. That's right, we're going to do the first seven issues of Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, on this show. It's going to be a solo effort from me um, I'm gonna talk about uh, I'm not gonna talk about clone conspiracy all that much I'm just gonna talk about the I- the issues by Peter David and mark Bagley and um, go from there uh, so we're gonna co- recover or we're gonna cover the first arc plus one uh, the one shot uh, issue seven so really excited for that uh, I'm gonna re- I'm gonna cover that with gusto uh, and go from there and then we're probably gonna do issues um, I- this these next few episodes are going to probably be alternating between Ben Riley, the Scarlet Spider, and then I'm going to do a Spider-Verse episode. And then I'm going to do um, more Ben Riley, Scarlet Spider. Everything I'm trying to get done is setting everything up for our final few episodes, which will be Revelation. So uh, that is it for episode 68, Spider Island. The hashtag Spider Island. By the way, I, I do need to mention what that what that's all about. So um, before I before we wrap this up, because hashtags now are like commonplace, but when this issue came, this these stories came out in 2011, it was like we're trying really hard to promote Twitter, Spider Island, and so that's become a running gag amongst us here at the Spidey Dude Radio Network offices, especially because Josh doesn't know how not to beat something into the ground. So. With that being said, Spider Island hashtag is the final uh, the final episode. Uh, a final part of the episode of Spider Island hashtag. If you have any questions or concerns, you can leave us an email at gmail.com. At you can leave us a voicemail, 818-925-6631. That's 818-9-CLONE-1. If you want to be on the program, be sure to leave it under three minutes. Also, state your name and where you're calling from and what show you want to have the audio played. And until then, until we see uh, our, our radio network, we'll see you next time here on Spidey Dude Radio Network, part of spidey